Buongiorno and welcome to the movie podcast review of House of Gucci. My name is Daniel and joining me today are my fellow men of fashion, fellow men of the cloth, Anthony. Ciao. And Shabazz. Ciao, Bella. Oh, I like it. Uh, how are you guys doing? I'll start with you, Anthony. Doing well, doing well. Uh, just uh, finished off this movie and we're talking about it. And Shabazz, how about you? You know me, I'm, uh, I'm uh, doing all right. Uh, I'm going to America. Oh, is that... Uh, <laughs> I felt like I was doing Fabrizio, a... actually. <laughs> I'm I was going to say, you did Fabrizio, <laughs> I did but Fabrizio. You, also, yeah. you could also be doing Jared Leto in my, this movie. Who knows? My accent was so good that I'm surprised really Scott didn't hire me for this movie because I, yeah. I was in line with the accents for this movie. I think you were definitely in line with the acting the accents and the performances it's, it's, across the board. It's pretty racist, but uh, uh-huh. gonna, <laughs> you're going to breeze past it. We're going to breeze past it breeze as past we it. like to do. Uh, as always, you can catch a brand new episode of the movie podcast every single Monday and watch out throughout the week for review episodes just like this one on all the latest movies and series. Make sure you're following us at the movie podcast on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Letterboxd. And don't forget to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, join our Discord, and write into the show at hello at themoviepodcast.ca. Check out our show notes for all of those links and more. Today, we will be giving you our spoiler-free thoughts of House of Gucci, or I guess as spoiler-free as we can be because these this is, of course, based on real events. But before we get there, I do want to let you know that we do have some really cool announcements happening. First and foremost, make sure you check out our Instagram and Twitter to enter into our giveaways. We are heading into the season of giving, and we are we kicked things off already with a uh, with a Shang Chi digital copy giveaway, courtesy of our friends at Disney Canada. So please head over to our Instagram to see how you could enter that. While you're there, check out all the amazing clips and previews that we've been putting from our previous episodes and interviews with actors like Leah McHugh, Robbie Amell, who stars in Resident Evil. Welcome to Raccoon city and we also got to talk to the hit monkey creators will speck and josh gordon so there's lots to listen to and catch up to on the movie podcast feed uh you can also check out our review for ghostbusters red notice hawkeye episodes one and two and so much more and uh, coming very soon we'll have our thoughts on the beatles get back docuseries that will be premiering on disney plus this week and lots more because there are so many movies coming out but today is all about House of Gucci. This film stars Lady Gaga, Adam Driver, Jared Leto, Jeremy Irons, Selma Hayek, and Al Pacino, and it releases in theaters exclusively on November 24th. And I want to say thank you to our friends at Universal for inviting us to watch the film. Now, Anthony, uh, being the Italian man that you are, I would love for you to recount these events and give us the synopsis for House of Gucci. House of Gucci is inspired by the shocking true story of the family behind the Italian fashion empire. When Pratizia Reggiani, an outsider from humbling beginnings, marries into the Gucci family, her unbridled ambition begins to unravel the family legacy and triggers a reckless spiral of betrayal, decadence, revenge, and ultimately murder. That synopsis, I'll be honest, your reading of it uh, wasn't the most exciting or in an Italian accent, but... (laughs) 
it did sound a lot more interesting than what we got in this movie. Shay, start us off with your first reactions. You know, I'm not too familiar with the story of Gucci and, you know, the murder of Gucci. And I can confidently say after watching this almost three-hour film, uh, I'm the exact same that I was before before I watched it. I didn't learn anything. This movie doesn't give you much to go off of. It doesn't give you anything that's entertaining. Um, The only thing, sorry, that is entertaining is Jared Leto because he seems to be auditioning for a completely I think he thought he was auditioning for the Mario movie I think at some point they were like yeah you know Jared this isn't the movie that you're trying to do they like, no but the why like he, it, he was so <laughs> it was so over the top that I was like okay man the rest of this movie is suffering but at least I can enjoy this whatever he's doing up there is 10 times more interesting than what's happening elsewhere. The film, it, it, it bounces around a lot. It time jumps so frequently. It just feels like a collection of scenes kind of pieced together um, and not pieced together well either. And the acting isn't good. I didn't like anybody on screen. No one is entertaining to watch. No one is fun to watch it either. And the accents are so horrible. I, and I'm so sorry if that is what an accent supposed to sound like. It just sounded very hammy. And I'm, I'm sure Dick Van Dyke is looking at them like, oh, thank God. Okay, at least it isn't bad as my Mary Poppins. But my God, this movie is long. It is messy. And it just, it gave you nothing. It, it, if anything, it made me interested to know more about it, but not this. Maybe you want me to go back to uh, the Versace story that we got from American Crime Story because I missed that season. So I'm like, oh, maybe I'll watch that fashion designer's death instead. Uh, I just to just to jump off on your last point, definitely uh, for yourself, Shay, or for anyone listening, if you have not seen the assassination of Gianni Versace, uh, definitely go watch that series. I think it's criminally underrated. Again, it was following the O.J. Simpson uh, miniseries, which was also incredible. But I but this one was great. I think. Um, yeah, definitely watch it. That's not the review of this, but I, I just want to echo what you're saying there. Definitely watch that. Um, I also want to talk about uh, your. Jared Leto uh, thoughts and your review. I definitely also echo what you said because he is just so funny to watch in this movie and he clearly is acting in a different film than everybody else. And I wish that Lady Gaga and Adam Driver and everybody else in this movie were kind of on that wavelength too because he was um, so entertaining to watch, but not because he he shouldn't be like he shouldn't he literally sounded like when mario falls asleep in a in mario 64 and he's just like oh, spaghetti oh ravioli like he literally is that type of like like making like it just sounds like he's he's doing a like a caricature of an italian accent and that's where i'm at and it feels like everybody in this movie is acting in a different movie like jeremy irons and al pacino are are are, there's that's a completely different subplot that doesn't get enough time to really give us any details about these two uh brothers that are at odds with one another but we never get anything from it they they don't really ever share scenes together so you don't you lose out on so much and then adam driver and lady gaga are kind of doing their own thing and then this whole thing of it's just a lot anthony i'm going to kick it over to you yeah i actually um i read the book i read the gucci book and it's a very long book the house of gucci it's a very long book and even the book I had problems with and I knew this movie wasn't going to be great because the book wasn't great. The book was super, super boring. 
and not memorable. And it's sad because the story that is being told, you think it would be this shocking, memorable uh, piece. But going into this movie and knowing that Ridley Scott was taking control of it and seeing the trailer, I kind of got a little excited. But I knew, I'm like, man, this is a lot of story to put in two hours. And I even knew with two hours and what 30 minutes this film was, they weren't going to tackle everything. And it, when I finished watching this film, I, I was completely like, yeah, just like the book, this movie, this movie did not hit the mark. And I don't know if it's, I think it's the story of the I think it's because there's so many different stories being put into it and happening at the same time. Um, because you have the the turmoil between the families, you have um, Maurizio and Patrizia's marriage and having issues with that. And then there's so many things on top of that. You just don't know which, we'll say, road to take in terms of what the plot is. Because the plot in this this movie really focuses on um, Lady Gaga and her marriage to him. But it's not. It's not. This is not the story. Like, she's just actually, there's so much more to this family dynamic and this dysfunctionality that they've had that from the years before they even met was causing this rift. So you don't, you don't feel that. And I think that's a little bit of where it's missed. I felt like everyone was in a different film. Um, everyone yeah, was over the top, like acting to the extremes, which didn't call for it. There's comedy in this movie and people were laughing in the theater and we're like, but this is a drama. And I didn't know if that was on purpose or if that was actually just Ridley Scott trying to be serious and it came off funny. Um, even the the ending sequence, which was should have been the most powerful sequence in this whole movie, and in the book, the, that sequence is actually in the beginning. It was completely, um, it completely dropped the ball. Like it, it was just anticlimactic, and it just ends. And you spend two and a half hours listening to dramatic Italian people, <laughs> and it leads to just, it leads to nothing. You just feel kind of like, yeah, it just wasn't memorable enough. Right. Um, I did like Adam Driver because I think he's the, he was the, I think this this role for him was super unique because he was playing an Italian, like social, socialite that's, you know, that's running this huge business and it's something out of character for him. Don't you think? Like, if you look at Al Pacino... Yeah, it is Jeremy, definitely out of character for him. Jeremy Irons, yeah, Jared Leto no, it, playing, like, his previous role. You're right. Like, Adam Driver did a really good job playing this Italian dude who is running Gucci. I just wish that he was given more to do, right? Yeah, and yeah. and, and that's, that's, the, that's my biggest problem with this movie. Shay, I think you put it so well yesterday in your, in your social reaction to this on your tweet that you said, you know, this movie feels like a collection of deleted scenes. There's so many just egregious like edits in this movie are oh, just God. just cuts like to the next scene or th- and, and moments like pacing that we're just like awful the, the pacing is awful for a movie that is almost three hours long i felt like i was there all day long watching this movie and it never every scene like nothing ever left its mark it you spend so much time um with i guess uh lady gaga and adam driver g- getting to know each other and then it kind of just time jumps to them being in love and it feels like they met each other and then the next day she met 
the the family and they got married like all within a mm-hmm. span of a couple days because this movie doesn't do a good job with its pacing and giving us uh, or telling us what's happening right and there's adam driver is studying to be a lawyer then his family disowns him but then he seems like he goes back into the fold so quickly you never get a sense of any struggle with them as well too and i think when you look at movies like Wolf of Wall Street or I, Tanya, where you're telling like these these crazy true crime stories like you need a shot of energy in there. And I was like, man, like if like Scorsese directed this or if uh, Greg Kalepsi like d- d- like directed this, I think there would have been a lot more adrenaline, a lot more just focus on the performance and the the craziness of what's happening, because what's presented in this movie is so dull throughout the entirety mm-hmm. of it. And then you're like, oh, yeah. He gets murdered. And then even the scene where he gets murdered is like, oh, that is so anticlimactic. It just it just doesn't leave a mark at it was all. Awkward. It was an awkward death scene. Very yeah. awkward. I would even say like in the world of news, like actually growing up and not knowing about this story until maybe like we'll say a couple of months ago, even the like I said, the Gucci family, this this the story wasn't memorable enough to even be uh, a pop culture like a uh, news story like the death of Johnny Versace or OJ Simpson or and it's surprising because he was ahead of Gucci at the time and really no one cared that he died isn't that sad and very sad yeah what i what i what i can say about this movie what it got right was the aesthetic the the fashion the I just but, wish there was more fashion, yeah, though. It but, felt like it was so light on the actual fashion aspect of this, right? We had cool moments of fashion shows, but then we didn't really get anything else. Like, you have Tom Ford here. You have Johnny Versace in a quick scene, but there's not a lot of, like... It's not like a love letter to fashion or anything like that. It not, really but, is, like, the drama of everything else behind it. But I would say, like, the costume designs, how they were able to dress these characters, they right. did a really good job. I think that part of the... For sure. You're right. The, and I think it was actually shot really well as well. Like, I think visually, it was it looked great. Um, but the story is where it just falls apart. And... And it, like I said, it says it just like the book, the book fell apart as well. Yeah. Too much information. I think this movie would have been better as a TV series because you can actually like pace it out throughout the years. And I'm sorry, but the editor could have put in dates. You know, he put the date of the death of Maurizio the day he's dying, but they never put the dates of the actual time. Came out of nowhere. So. It came out of nowhere. And it that, like, that, that whole looked, new way of editing it. It looked it. weird, right? It looked yeah, definitely. They slowed down Random. the footage. And it, at some moments, they'd even go black and white. And I'm like, hey, why is this black and white right now? Like, the whole movie's in the past. Why does this moment have to be more in the past? Yeah, it's, it, it's very, it's very, it's very strange. Scott trying to be like an artiste in the sense. Like, I feel right. like this is the, the, the counselor being on steroids. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, oh, yeah, that this movie? is a story that I can take and like The Fastbender movie? Yeah, because you directed that too. Yeah, and I can't, I can't understand people like say, like giving this praise because really, this, you can give this movie to anyone, and you, if you say you like it, you got to really explain yourself because this is not a great film. I'm just, I'm just more like of the sense like, okay, we got two really Scott movies this this year, and it literally is such a. I'm not surprised because every time Ridley Scott comes with a movie, it's such a flip of a coin. Yeah. Like, I never know what to expect. You could get something like The Martian, 
Um, or you could get something like this, or you could get something like Prometheus, or you could get something like The Last Duel. So, like, he, he's a very interesting director because he doesn't really have a style. His only style is his inconsistency, um, which we kind of seen throughout his career. Again, I don't take away from it. He gave us Blade Runner. He is a Gladiator. brilliant director. He gave us Gladiator. He is a, an incredible director when he really, I think, gets a, behind a project that's great and has a great collab collaborators. But with with this film, I'm just left so like leaving. I I, I totally forgot we watched it. It's just totally in, in in like out of my mind since watching it. And that's kind of where I'm at with it. I think the problem with Ridley Scott is, I don't know if it's he 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 goes to like he his ambition gets ahead of himself. Like he gets ahead of himself in the sense of like what he envisions a film. What was right. the last film he did with the Greek gods? Remember that one? Uh, Not Greek was, gods. Um, uh, Exodus? Exodus. Yeah, Exodus. Yeah. Gods and Kings. Like, that was awful. You know? Yeah. Oh, but then he like, also gave us the Martian the year later. Right. <laughs> You're like, what? <laughs> so I don't know if it's just his, his own like ideas just getting ahead of themselves and he can't really like, capture that properly sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't right but it's like too many times he's had issues where his his males his movies have failed to really like haven't you learned anything from your past content to really like make great content in the future see when i walked out of the last duel and i knew that that was a good movie i was like oh that means hasaguchi's gonna suck like that's how I knew. That's how I, knew. I was like, "There's no way this guy's getting two great movies in one year. He's always a fifty-fifty guy." That just means that right. whatever's after House of Gucci is probably going to be a good movie. <laughs> I hope so, because I mean, like he gave us the mark. So literally, when you when you go back, you're like, "Okay, uh, Exodus, Gods and Kings, not good." Then The Martian, then Alien Covenant, not good. Then All in the Money in the World was pretty decent, and then The Last Duel is actually good. And now. Uh, House of Gucci is not good. Um, it's a, he's, he has a very just interesting track record. Uh, and again, the guy's 83 years old. Like, he can retire. Amazing. He, he, it's <laughs> amazing. He has an amazing uh, like filmography of A of legacy movies. that and, will you know, leave people in questions, I think, more than anything else now. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, and, and then he and then obviously there's the whole tarot he went on this week with like the millennials and looking at their phones. It's like, OK, grandpa, like old man yelling at cloud type of thing right yeah. so what yeah. can you do but let's get to our final recommendations anthony i'm going to get you to start us off as the italian of the group i'm gonna i'm gonna recommend not to watch this um this is not a great film i don't i don't think a lot of people will like it and uh, you know me personally reading the book i knew this was gonna have this movie was gonna have issues but i can't see anyone coming out of this saying oh that was a great film it's not. It's just not memorable. Shabazz, how about you? You know, I'm going to say let's take this movie to the mattresses because uh, you know we got to we got to put it down. You know, have it sleep with the fishes. And oh I'm my! Quoting another goodness Italian film, uh, but that's the movie that I wish I was rather watching. No, this is a this is not a good movie. You can skip <laughs> it. Um, yeah, there's. I'm sorry. It's just not a good. And, and, and what the cast is great. And everybody, the 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 ingredients are there. The the trailer was great too, but this movie is not good. 
Yeah, you know, like you said, Shay, the ingredients are all there. I think Lady Gaga and Adam Driver, uh, if they really were given, I think, a better script, could have been done something really special with this. Jared Leto is, you know, he's swinging for the fences with his performance. And I'm going to be so curious what's going to happen with this movie come award season because I could see it getting completely shut out. But I could also see some really bizarre Costume awards design. being thrown its way. Costume design, maybe Jared Leto again. And he could no. say, boof. And on stage, no, no, you know, no, no, no. who knows? Who you know, knows? You know, there's, you know, there's something funny. Like in the book, Jared Leto's character and um, so Paolo and Maurizio, they get into a fight. Like they actually, and we, you might have seen it in the trailer. I feel like they cut it out. They're like he has one of the. I think he has Maurizio has someone in a headlock or vice versa. You might have seen it in the trailer. And I'm like, man, we needed a little bit more of that. That yeah, family. And- like angst inside there yeah we needed a succession this and we got yes. to cut out a lot of the you other stuff watch a great family movie about money <laughs> succession there go you go that. um i didn't give you my actual recommendation but if you couldn't tell it definitely is to skip it uh thank you so much for listening to the movie podcast review of house of gucci uh, as always you can catch a brand new episode of the movie podcast every single monday and look out throughout the week for our review, our review episodes just like this one there is lots of reviews on the feed right now that you could catch up on make sure you check out hawkeye it is out now on disney plus and listen to our spoiler free review of the first two episodes uh while you're just chilling on your couch or in your car right now pull over make sure you're following us on all of our social media accounts at the movie podcast and check out our show notes for all of those links and more that was this time with the movie podcast and we'll see you next 